Yo, welcome everyone to the Friday Funcast presented by Unified Districts. I'm your host, Kevin Dunn, and um, as it's our inaugural episode, let me introduce you to my friends and colleagues, starting with Kim. Hello. Hello. Bill. Hey, what's happening? Wyatt. What's up? <laughs> surf's up, right? <laughs> surf's up, yeah. Wyatt tried to get out of the podcast to go surfing. We told him no. Uh, <laughs> Gloria. Hi, hello. And our engineer, Aiden. Yo, yo. All right, I think that's everybody. Um, so we had a, another podcast. We did 50 episodes, give or take. Um, we probably did like 55, but we got 50 good ones. So we decided we're going to try to start over and um that was a whole learning experience and i think we're gonna try to do this from scratch again and see how it goes so um i hope i hope we do it better (laughs) Uh, but we're pretty good (laughs) so let's get right into it um hey guys what's going on so this is where i just catch up with what you guys are doing because we all work from home now permanently i never get to see you so um i know why it's itching to get out to surf because um, of the waves, how you said they're epic. You said they're better than they have been. Better a long than time. better than I've ever surfed in Huntington Beach. I know every surfer probably says that, but I'm not even kidding. It's probably better than I've ever gotten it ever. I mean, what's it making like the the height of the waves, or just like the- um, there's a really good sandbar right in front of my house, so like it's really low tide, and it's just like. Fully barreling like every single wave, and it's really consistent. Is it spitting like a water, washing machine? I probably got like 15 different barrels this morning and then yesterday too. And it's just like every single wave is like I get out and I'm like, that was the best wave of my life, you know? Whoa. And the water is uh, super warm too. So it's like very uh, uh, relaxing, good vibes, you know, surf life. Good. Uh, I was on vacation last week and we were right at the beach and I went in the water. The water was nice and warm. Um, I watch some people surf out there, and um, some people are very not good at it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's the best part about where I surf is a lot of people, it's, like, really crowded, but none of them know what they're doing, so I just come through and swoop all their waves. <laughs> I saw guys doing that to these other kooks. Um, all right. So, uh, wait, would anyone else have anything exciting? Um, anyone traveling? I have a- yeah, I actually do. I'm going to go to this um, called like Sky Gym, which is pretty much like a zip line and like obstacle course kind of up high. Um, it's, I know. It's in Corona. Um, I'll send the link in Slack, and I don't know if you guys can link into the show notes, but um, I'm really excited. So that, hmm. that's probably going to be next weekend. And then my sister's coming from North Carolina, and I'll probably have a couple things planned when she's over here. You go to Joshua Tree and do some camping. Uh, probably some like UTV riding and like some hiking, but not. We like to camp. We don't camp. Sorry. You live an exciting life, Gloria. Um, <laughs> jealous. I'm gonna watch the Lakers game, and that might be my highlight for the weekend. So, um, all right, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about like um, the industry, the industry we work in, which is marketing, which is. Uh, uh, building websites, which is media. Um, so, industry update. All right. Um, so, a couple weeks ago, in one of our virtual happy hours, Wyatt tipped us off to a documentary on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. 
Um, since then, a lot of us have watched it, and it's been getting a lot of press, and a lot of people I follow on social media have been talking about it. Um, why? Can you give like a little background of what it is? Yeah, so it, it basically goes into depth of the guys that built Facebook and Instagram, and it kind of talks about like, you know, how they started making it and all these developers and they thought what they were doing was good. And now all the data is coming out of like how it has an impact on our, um, just all of our communities, our life, our way of life, everything about kind of how we live. And it's, it seems like it's having a very negative impact. I mean, you can assume like, you know, scrolling through Instagram all day, you get FOMO of like other people's lives. And they say that you can see like a huge, you know, increase in suicides doing due, due to these, like, um, I don't even know what you'd call it, like, a, um, yeah, I don't know. What would you call, what would you call what's the reasoning? I mean, it's, not, not it's, feeling it's, like they're, you're up to, you don't uh, measure up to the other people. And so yeah, like exactly. And it, and it kind of just goes in depth of like, is social media really this good tool that we have found? And sure. There's a lot of good things that have come about it. Um, but now people are looking at it in, in a different light and seeing, well, it's, it's creating people in a more divisive where it's, you know, it's more polarizing. So it's like splitting people apart. Um, and it really goes in depth on, and has like good data of why social media is bad. And me personally, I watched it and like fully scared myself off social media. I mean, I took, <laughs> I took every single app off my phone and I haven't touched it since. Granted, I did leave them on my iPad, but it that alone I think has yeah. has very limited the amount I'm on social media. So anytime I'm in public, I yeah. try to stay off of it just because I know just the power and control it can have and and really impact your life. I think. Yeah, so, I mean, they had the best intentions a lot of when they built this, and this is all the, the actual people from Google and Facebook and all the people that built this. They have now left and went on this documentary. You know to explain that they messed up um, because they didn't expect people, companies to use it for evil, which they did. Um, and it, for me, I, I'm the same. I deleted all my apps except for Instagram, which, you know, I just follow artists and stuff anyways. And you um, like that real stuff, right? Reels. <laughs> so you want to, it's just, People take their TikToks and load them on Reels. Like, why? Amanda, even my wife was like, "Oh, I'm really into Reels." I was like, "How old are you? What's going on here?" <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, that's that's fine. Um, so it made me understand why people five years ago cared less about politics, yeah. like that I follow, and then now jump to that's all they can talk about, and they have all these. And I didn't understand why because I don't really go on Facebook that much, but the more they click on something, the more they're getting served and the more they're getting targeted and the crazier stuff they're getting. So they keep clicking and they keep And so their whole world, they think, right. Is this like, why does everyone else not know all this stuff? Because they're not clicking on that stuff and they're not seeing it. Um, so, you know, it's, it's really turned some people I follow to and monsters, you know, like, and I couldn't understand why, like these are rational people and they just don't know. And a lot of these are like, you know, uncles and boomers and stuff they 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 don't know that they're getting targeted they just think this is what's on facebook and that everyone's right. seeing this um it's scary because how do you explain that how do you explain to someone that's not in like our industry 
that hey you're getting manipulated well, how do you ex- how do you explain um, it and then how do you also explain that that's what we're doing as well and <laughs> i know and that's how, the how it's okay for us to do that for uh, for our clients and how these other people are using maliciously and so even like with cambridge analytica i remember when that's happening i was like i know what these guys are doing like they're they're taking those they're up right. they're, whatever they're getting the data from they're uploading and then targeting these people and retargeting these people and so it's even then i was telling my 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 family my friends like, hey don't click on these things da, 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 da. you're, you're going to get stuck in this bubble and so it, it i watched the same thing too i, I haven't watched, finished the whole thing i've watched like maybe the first 25 25 minutes but i caught and caught kind of i felt guilty I don't know. Yeah, weird. I mean, I, I mean, but that's what we do. Look, we're selling like sweatpants. You know, we're not we're not selling like yes, ideas. Yes. Um, yeah, I was gonna say we're serving up products, um, right? But we're not serving up, um, yeah, like feelings. Misinformation. Or, yeah, misinformation. Right. Or I don't mind when know. I get served products that I might be interested in. You know, I think that's kind of what we're right. doing. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you're picking on like a group and sending them like propaganda, you know, and, and they yeah. of course believe it. Cause like, why wouldn't they? Because it's coming from like a trusted, you know, Patriot or something, you know, like it's, and this is either side, right. both sides are doing this. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's just the only solution is to quit Facebook, but then that's hard for some people. Like, cause that's how they keep in touch with old friends, you know, or their children or, um, relatives my thing is like these all these talented marketers that are doing this for these malicious reasons malicious i'm sorry um come over here like we can do good stuff you know like we don't need to be doing this stuff like they're obviously talented they know what they're doing you know they're they're getting they have an objective they reach that let's use it for the good you know yeah i have a lot of people i know that watch this documentary um they deleted their apps and then, as soon as like a big news story comes, they have to they have to know what's happening. You have to be in the know. It's like it's got us, you know. And I'm the same way. I, I delete well, them. You said, you, said, I was say, like, you said some people you know, and we were just talked earlier today. You said like you took Twitter off yeah. your phone, but now you're going through your through browser, browser to, to, yeah, to log into Twitter, <laughs> which is the same thing. Um, right. And, and every time I leave Twitter, I'm I feel worse. You know, I don't feel like uplifted. <laughs> I feel like, you know, desperate. And uh, I'm like, why do I keep going to it? Right. What is making me keep going to this? I'm not clicking on things. Um, it's just, it's a need to not have other people know more than you. I don't know. Um, but yeah, through the, in the documentary, they kind of equated to like cigarettes or some sort of other addiction. Yeah. And so it's just like, you know, uh, Oppenheimer's quote, you know, like, I forget what it is. I can't paraphrase it. You know. Oh man, I wish I had it in the tip of my tongue. It's right there. Yeah, you tried to sound like, smart. like uh, you know, this, we're the story, the story of worlds, whatever it was. So like, you know, you build these things, yeah. and you thought you're doing something good, and then later on, ten years later, you're like, oh my god, I know. So that's why they try to show yeah. some other things. It's very interesting. It's something that needs to be talked about too, because as the more we just push it on the rug, we don't talk about it. You know, even amongst people that aren't in our industry, it it's 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 killing people. It's it's destroying people's confidence and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I, I didn't understand so much like, cause you know, I, I am before social media. So as it came, I kind of like, I'd already had ideas about things in my life, you know, and whatever politics and whatever, um, before social media came along. 
So I can kind of know, oh, this is bullshit. This is whatever. But these kids now that are getting it, they're like born into this stuff and they have no idea that they're getting manipulated and targeted. Um, and they, you know, this is just their world. And I didn't know that it was causing so much like depression and, you know, um, yeah. and these suicides, which is crazy. And young kids, younger and younger and younger, like 12 year olds, stuff like that. Um, I, I think it's just up to now parents to watch these documentaries, get informed. And I mean, what do you do? I mean, you have kids, Bill, like they're going to want to be on Instagram and Facebook or probably not Facebook. Yeah, I don't know. They, they, I mean, they play <laughs> uh, Snapchat, you know, uh, Fortnite, Roblox, all those different stuff, YouTube. They watch a lot of YouTube. And, but also, they, they've also been bullied on there too from other people. You don't know how the oldest people are and stuff like that. And so as a parent, yeah, you want to watch that stuff. But I think um, I, I think we could just get rid of it. Right. I know it's something that we do, but also we've got clients that can't advertise on some of those platforms and we're doing well too. And so just like myself, I took those things off my phone. I put them in my app drawer. And so if I want to be, you know, if I want to like sneak a cigarette or sneak my little Instagram post, I can go yeah. look at that, you know, later on. But I think it's getting to the point where people are just fed up and there'll be people that still do it, you know, and that's what, you know, especially with the elections coming up, there's people that still do that. And there's, those are the people that are engaged and those are people that they want to vote and all this different stuff. Um, it's, I think we're getting into this tipping point where, I mean, yeah. why just wants to go surfing, man? Like, let's just let's just like enjoy life. And I think people are well, getting to that point. Zip lining. Yeah, um. zip lining. <laughs> you know, go for a walk, have a barbecue, uh, go go to the beach. You know, and I think and, you know, it's yeah, it's all that doom scrolling. Yes, they call it. And you're sitting there and you think this is the whole world, but then when like you go outside and you're around people and then you're like, wait, it's not really so bad out here, right? Um, Gloria, did you watch that documentary? I watched it when I was in Acapulco and honestly, it was really, really not refreshing because it's something that you already know about. You know what I mean? But you know it, about it. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm deep in it. Um, but I guess on the flip side, um, it also kind of is a really good tool to, to give to other people who don't know exactly what we do, because I know a lot of people have questions like, what do you do? I get that all the time. Right. Like, what do you do? And so this is like kind of like a tool, like, hey, you want to know what I do? Like, this is what I do. Gives you a little bit more information, and then also here's something that can actually help you detox from all of that. But I guess like for me, I never really saw social media. I, I saw, I mean, especially working here, it, it is a job tool, and it's a it's a way to showcase your art. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, to an extent, I guess you, even even if it's yourself, even if it's your own personal brand, it's like you're showcasing your art. So. Um, it's kind of a good reminder to have, but at the same time, it's like also a good tool. I don't know. I, I really like the documentary. It was really important. All right. I suggest everyone watch it and like educate yourself and make your own choice. Like what you want to do um, or makes you at least make better choices while you're on social media. Like, Hey, you know what? Don't click on this. Don't like these things. Cause you're going to get served that way more. Yeah. Um, nope. yeah. yeah. No, like those things, click on those things. Then we can We're back so to Wyatt we do, like man. two years ago. Wait, did you say don't <laughs> like stuff? Is that what you just said? Um, Wyatt was no, you said you, know, you guys just always rip uh, on me pictures, for not liking uh, things? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but, no, you were ahead of your time. I mean, like, I really, if I do go on Facebook every once in a while just to check on, I, I don't like anything. Yeah, I lurk. <laughs> I just lurk. Just lurk. Yeah. I mean, that's the safest thing because once they – they see what you like, then you start getting put into a box. Yeah. If I and like you, one like friend that I had from high school or something 
you know, because I was like, oh, that's a that's a cool him and his family went on this thing. Like, and then all of a sudden now it's just all his family. Like, oh, I don't really know you, man. Like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and also, yeah. I'm just here to do some work stuff, and then I'm out of there. Boom, I get bounce off. But yep. it, it's going to move to the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. I think the, the most important thing is to limit yourself. I think like Wyatt's doing a great job taking off his phone, just having it on his laptop and or iPod, iPad and doing yeah. work stuff then. That makes more sense, you know, like almost like yeah. turning on notifications off in your phone, you know, and just having a, a especially now, like because we're working work from everywhere. So yeah. separate yeah. that that work and, and life balance kind of thing, you know. Cool. Um, I, well, we can uh, probably move on from this. Like it's this might be something we check back in on every once in a while. Um, so um, I feel like I'm on this like hectic timetable because of <laughs> why it's serving. Those um, tasty waves, man. Jason <laughs> yeah, promised um, him a short one. So, so. Uh, this is a short one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> topic three. All right. Topic three. Uh, this is Kevin's question. We haven't done this since like the old days. Uh, this is just something that I'm thinking about. And I'm like, hey, I wonder what my uh, my my homies would <laughs> think <laughs> about this. So um, Kevin's question is, what dead musician do you think could have gone on to make great music um, if they're alive today? I-, I was thinking about this because someone in Slack, I don't know, it was months ago, um, put up the same Bob Marley concert that they re-whatever um, – mastered and put up on youtube and i listened to him and since high school i put on a watch this and i was like man this guy's fantastic what a showman what a writer i'm like this guy probably could have went on to have a career like for his whole life like he could have gone on to like right like write now great music right. yeah now like right now he could be like a lee scratch berry like making great albums that people are still listening to and like political and influential and um i started thinking like the other ones uh, it's a guy you can Google him. Okay. <laughs> Bob Marley. <laughs> I know it's. Um, Sorry. <laughs> anyways, so um, and then I was thinking, like you know, Kurt Cobain. We only got what? Yeah. Two or three albums out of him. Like, who knows what that guy could have done? It was just like a great songwriter. Like um, Gloria, who, who do you uh, think could have gone on to make great music? Yeah, that's like a really easy choice for me. Um, Selena, obviously. Um, oh, oh yeah. Because honestly, like. Looking at her discography, looking at what she did, look at what she represented, she's literally the only Mexican-American um, artist that I've seen that's been able to cross over to both worlds in one specific type of genre that mixes both traditional Mexican music and then can also appeal to, like, the current masses. So, I mean, everybody always says that she was taking Wayne Young, like, for, for her time. Like, she could have been amazing, and she still lives on, like, forever. So... I could only imagine what she could have done if she had even a couple more years left. Who, what's the American equivalent uh, or English equivalent? I don't know anything about Selena. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, to be honest, I don't know what you can compare that to because there's so many performers in the U.S. that have made it. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? That appeal to American audiences. But I don't think anybody has appealed to both. Like as far as far as like the popularity, like to to equate or to you know, is it like a uh, you know J Lo or like no. Mark Anthony? Yeah, are we uh, talking divas? He's... No, they uh, do divas. not touch at all. Like I'm sorry, but they do not touch. And I think it's mostly because that, what, yeah. maybe maybe because they're Puerto Rican, so it's different. Um, huh. Only one 
all right, uh, Wyatt, what do you got? Um, I'd probably go with Amy Winehouse. Damn it, that's what I was gonna do. Mm-hmm. All right, that was mine. Yeah, she only has. I think she only has two albums, and even the second one, I don't think it rose to the popularity before she died. Yeah. Um, and yeah. like all the hidden, like small EPs that she's right. done, or like just videos of people of her singing, she's just amazing. Um, I forgot was the the guy that oh Mike Mark Ronson was the producer on the last album she did. Um, yeah, and there's a video of him in uh, on uh, Howard Stern talking about her. And it's really good because he like, like right when Howard Stern asked a question, he like got just so emotional and he didn't even want to answer it. And it was it's just like he knew how how good her potential was to be a just a huge star, and she just kind of like, um, you know, lost it due to drugs and alcohol abuse. So right. How old was she? she early twenties, maybe twenty-seven. She's twenty-seven club. Oh, she was in the twenty-seven club. Yep. Wow, that's wild. Um, yeah, I think about guys like Jim Morrison. Like he kind of was peaked already. I don't know what that guy would have done. Um, and Kim, you were going to say the same. Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. Um, I mean, like for the same reasons, I thought she was. She hadn't really completely hit her stride yet. Aiden, you probably have an opinion on this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I guess this is not the kind of genres that we're talking about, but there's a lyricist and playwright, Howard Ashman. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did films like Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast, like these huge Disney okay. hits. Um, and there's a good documentary about him on Disney Plus that was released. Uh, about a month ago, a month or two ago. Right. Um, and he died from AIDS in 1990 or something um, at 40. And he had so much potential because these these Disney films are kind of the pinnacle of the golden right. age of Disney. And right. and he could have done so much more. So, so he, had, he, he was the sound of like Disney's like 90 VHS movies. He was the uh, lyricist for that. So the, the right. lyrics that, you know. Got, okay, got it, got it. Yeah, Alan Menken did the the score, but um, Howard Ashman did the Kiss lyrics. The girl under the sea. Yeah, yeah it's one of my All favorite Disney like... movies. Is oh, what about John? I Lennon? think going off of that. Oh, it's uh, a good one too. I, was say, I don't think John no? Lennon had a whole lot left. I mean, if you listen to his solo stuff, I don't know. Like, he would have made a lot of music. Would have been good. I mean, look at Paul McCartney's. Yeah. Yeah, but we could have gotten another Beatles album. I mean, I would, I'd yeah. take George over yeah. any of those guys. I'm just saying. <laughs> I was just of what um, Aiden said. I know you guys probably don't even know, but Jonathan Larson, who made Rent, that was literally his only musical, and it was humongous. Wow. So, well, not his only, but, you know, his biggest one, and that was, like, the peak. So he died on opening night. So, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Jeez. Uh, Bill, what do you have? Um, so if it's just like, I don't know if it's, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say like Tom Petty, like I wish Tom Petty, I saw him like six months before he died and like, it's always fun. And so if, if he could still be alive to come out and play, you know, the good 95% of the songs I want to hear, and then maybe some new you know, chicken switch thing or whatever his other band is yeah. or whatever, you know, like that's something like that. Um, I guess Jerry Garcia too, right? Well, like, I would love Jerry Garcia. Yeah, we didn't. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that'd be he great. could have gone on and made a lot more long jam songs. Um, 
And I'll throw in Jeff Buckley too from the nineties. Yeah. Like yeah. people still play his music. Like, you know, like how many times you hear that? Hallelujah. Every time, you know, something tragic happens in America that they bring that song out. Um, well, you got right, like, cool. I was supposed uh, to be like Freddie Mercury yeah. or Elvis. Yeah. He could, probably could have got another queen album. Right. Um, I think we have enough Elvis music. yeah was he really gonna make anything good after that um and he had his comeback in 71 or whatever um yeah i think that was that was it for him i mean nate dog i don't know nate dog (laughs) i mean yeah we can throw a tupac in there there's some tupac i'll I'll take nate dog i mean who would you bring back tupac or biggie Biggie, uh, yeah, Biggie. I think Biggie. Biggie, Biggie had more potential. Yeah, than I, I, I just there's too much involved with Tupac. I don't need to get involved in all the. He's a, he's a lyrical poet. He's an angel, but you know Biggie's just some point. I don't know. Well, two, Tupac's not dead. Tupac's in Cuba. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> right. Of course. Yeah. Um, all right, we can move off this topic. Let's uh, let's hit him with a commercial. Hey guys, what's happening? This is Bill over Unified Districts. Uh, well, I got you here. I kind of want to talk about Unified Districts itself. Um, Unified Districts, we're a creative agency that's um, headquartered in sunny Sunnyside, California, but we have a distributed workforce across the world. What we do is we help uh, businesses from small little startups all the way up to big fo- Fortune 500 companies with their online presence. We do that by doing marketing, by doing web development. We do creative services, and we also have digital strategy available. Within that, we build programs that are individualized to your individual business and brand, um, we've helped people over the number of years with uh, the people we have on staff are extremely experienced in what they do. And also what we've done with this agency is we've stripped everything down. We don't have the big shiny glass offices. We don't have the kombucha on tap. There's no cold brew. Everyone is a distributed workforce that works from wherever they are and they accomplish things amazingly. And so we're a results driven um, agency that's looking to pass that savings on to you. So if it's something you're interested in, if you want to talk to us, if you want to check us out, if you want to do some more research, you can go to unifieddistricts.com, read all our stuff there. You can email ud at unifieddistricts.com, and maybe we can set up some sort of meeting. But um, we're ready to help anyone that is really taking any of this seriously. I'm running out of steam at the end here, but um, listen to the rest of the podcast, get a feel for us, and uh, hopefully we'll be in touch soon. All right, guys, welcome back. Let's uh, get into the the last stretch here. Um, UD recommends. So this is what uh, he us here at Unified Districts recommend that you watch or read or listen to or a podcast. It's just stuff that's we think is worth it for you. Um, does anyone want to start? I'll start. That's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Um, all right. So uh, I, I just finished Ted Lasso. I've talked about this on the old podcast. Uh, last episode was last night. It's the feel good show of the year. Um, if you have Apple TV plus watch it, it's great. 30 minute episodes and each one you leave like feeling uplifted and like, it's like each one is Rudy. The movie Rudy. Is it's the, like, uh, who's the actor in that? Uh, Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, you know, I, I'm sorry if I, I, I saw a clip of him doing the speech in the yeah. locker room, and his speech is the Allen Iverson speech about practice. Is it? Yeah, and it's verbatim like what I don't know, practice, practice. We're talking about, but he's saying it, but not in the same cadence to yeah. like a star player. And I was like, whoa, what is this amazing thing? 
So that must be it. Yeah, I guess I just found out yesterday that it was a TV commercial, like a long form TV commercial for is is? Okay. for soccer. And he invented this character. So a lot of the same actors were in those commercials. It was like a series of commercials. So I watched those commercials. And a lot of the stuff that's in that is actually in the show. So Got I didn't it. know. They just kind of expanded upon it. But it's, man, it's so good. I mean, it's not going to really probably well win done. any awards, but I don't know anyone that doesn't love that show that's watched it. Um, what is it on? Apple TV Plus. So if you bought a new computer or phone or iPad, you probably have it for free for a year. Um, also oh on rich. Apple TV Plus, I know. <laughs> you know what? I'll just say this. I, right now, Apple TV Plus, I made so much fun of it on our last podcast when it first started. But I'd say if you're going to pick between that or HBO, I, I'd pick Apple TV Plus at this point. Um, I think the content is way better. Uh, another show on there, real quick, is Long Way Up. It's uh, Ewan McGregor, who's you know Obi Wan Kenobi. He has a series. Uh, this is the third in a series of motorcycle adventures, where he, him and his best friend just ride a motorcycle for like great lengths, whatever. This one's from the tip of South America to L.A. And this time they're doing it on electric motorcycles. Like um, they're. I guess what do you call it? Um, like they've never they're Harley's version of electric motorcycle. No one's ever rode them. The prototypes, and they they have two follow trucks that are prototype Rivians, and it's just them trying to work through the idea of how do we go through these long stretches of desert and throw on electric bikes the entire way. It's very interesting. Uh, I suggest watching that. Anyways, um, who's next? Let's get White so we can get him out of here. White, what do you got? Um, I'm going to recommend watching Dave. I don't know if I've recommended it before, but I rewatched the TV show. <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, the TV show, Dave, that's oh. about Lil Dicky. It's on Hulu. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny. I rewatched it again, and it's every episode is just so classic. Um, yeah, I got to yeah. give that one another try. Like, I, I watched one of the episodes, and I didn't really get it because I don't really not familiar with that guy. But uh, everyone yeah. told me to stick with it. I I dislike his music, but the show is so funny. Like I I can't get into his music; it's just too goofy. But the whole show, all the comedians in it are just so classic. That's Hulu, right? Yep, Hulu. All right, uh, Bill, what do you got? I'm going to recommend uh, in the latest issue of Food and Wine that I've got here in front of me from October Whoa. 2020. <laughs> uh, there's an article, an aristocrat, uh, about uh, the Canary Islands. And, and they have wine there. And uh, I was just thinking of, uh, we had a meeting with Armada, one of our clients, Armada Skis. And uh, one of their, their gentlemen there uh, is with his girlfriend vacationing there on Canary Islands or lives there part-time. But um, there's such an interesting article on how they make wine on the Canary Islands. They have to like bury like the, the, the plants in these like little coves. And it looks like a giant muffin pan in this volcanic rock. And um, I'll, I'll give the link to... Um, to Aiden to put in the show notes, but it's pretty amazing. And they have all these different types of uh, varietals of wine. And um, I don't know. I'm really getting into print lately and it's very, uh, very pleasing. All right. It's very old school. You, you ride around on your penny Farthington bike and. <laughs> no, <man>. I... <laughs> wow. I'm trying to disconnect from the electronics <laughs> we're talking about, you know, yep. uh, Look, Prince, my first love. So I, I know that's I why I put it. Up. Yeah. Um, uh, Gloria, what do you got? I got two things. Um, the show Girlfriends. I, I know it's old, and it was in the early two thousands, but um, with Tracy Ellis Ross. Never heard of it. Oh 
Who's in it? Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross and um, just a bunch <laughs> of like it's like a double show. And this girl, Persia White, was like the OG, like Zoe Kravitz, like like I don't know, like oh, alternative space girl. She's so beautiful. Anyways, girlfriend on Netflix. Um, it just they just like rebooted it. And then the other thing I recommend is the Savage X Fenty um fashion show, Rihanna's line. Um, she did like this whole collab with a bunch of different artists and it's amazing with like the representation um you got a lot of different body types a lot of different people a lot of different artists and um i have a girl who i went to high school with who actually designs for them so she's been doing her thing for them and it's really nice nice have you seen uh, a different world that show <laughs> no, I haven't. What is that? it was a spin-off of the cosby show with a it has like i think is lisa bonet in that maybe yes yeah uh yeah that's she went to college yeah um, so I don't, I, I can't remember, but, uh, yeah, that you might like that one, Gloria. Cool. I'll check it out. A world. Where you come from? <laughs> Dude has a class as he flips up. Yeah, flips them up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Kim, what do you got? Well, it might be a little late to start, but next year you can always do it. I'm going to recommend fantasy football. This is the one thing huh. that has brought some normalcy okay. back to my life in the last few weeks is i don't know feeling like i have some competitiveness like something to be involved in besides work um actually you know getting time to watch football um is kind of nice too so that's been uh been the one thing that made me feel like this time of year was a little bit normal yeah we have a work uh, fantasy football league and um i'm getting destroyed so i'm not loving it as much as you kim (laughs) (laughs) I'm losing. <laughs> All right. Uh, did I? That's everybody. Aiden, you have anything? Um, I've been playing. This is three years late, but Super Mario Odyssey. Oh uh, yeah, look, how you doing with that? I really like it. I'm, I'm a big fan of Mario games. So been yeah, thinking. I got the uh, for the Switch the Mario 3D World, whatever um, has Mario 64 and Mario Galaxy mm-hmm. and all that. Uh, loving it. So much fun. Yeah, um, that's my next game, I think. Yeah, I, I keep texting my old roommate from when I was like 20 because we got that 64. I, I convinced him to get a credit card <laughs> and put it on there, which ruined his credit eventually. Um, but uh, we got the game and we just get some 40s and we would just play. There was no like online walkthrough, so you just had to figure stuff out. So sometimes it would, like one level would take us like a month to get through. Um, and we had the rule, you know, once you die, the other person takes over and then you right. know, switch back and forth. And we had a blast of that. So, like, all that stuff is coming back. And I'm now remembering as I get to tough parts, I'm, like, having these, like, PTSD flashbacks <laughs> of, like, working for weeks trying to pass, like, a certain stupid thing. Uh, and, it, yeah, it's been great. Loving it. All right. I think that's it. Um, we still got some daylight where I can go surf. So, um, I think with that, let's um, handle with the plugs. Website unifieddistricts.com social media we have presence on facebook instagram twitter newsletter on the website sign up for our newsletter comes out once a month in there we have everything that we like to listen to that we like to watch email ud at unifieddistricts.com if you'd like to contact us feedback for the show here if you want to work with us you can give us that information or anything you want to drop in go ahead and send us an email we're out of here. Thanks for listening to the first inaugural episode. Uh, hope there'll be a lot more to come probably every two weeks. Uh, so check back. Uh, peace. Bye. 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 Later.